0: This is In Focus, the weekly public affairs program from KTBB and the Team Sports Radio, featuring members of the local community working to make East Texas a better place. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to In Focus. I'm Bill Coates in this morning, and we're going to talk something about something a little bit different and a whole lot of fun today. Uh, If I ask you what the Cowan Center is, many of you are going to know, but not everybody will. So we're going to tell you all about this year's 27th season of the Cowan Center at UT Tyler. Hudson, the community engagement coordinator at the UT Tyler Cowan Center is here with us. Good morning. How are you doing?
1: Good morning, Bill. I'm well.
0: Talk to me about that. Uh, if, uh, we, we think uh, most people know what the Cowan Center is, but not everybody does. Uh, let's start off with a real simple question. What the heck is the UT Tyler Cowan Center?
1: Well, to me, it's the jewel of East Texas. It is a fine and performing arts center located at the University of Texas at Tyler campus. And we bring a variety of world-class programming here to East Texas.
0: You've done this for, what, six and a half years now, right? Yes, sir. I mean, you know, you, did, did you come from an entertainment background? I mean, how did you wind up with this particular job?
1: Well, I was fortunate enough to attend the University of Texas at Tyler and was able to see some shows while I was a student there. But no, my background is not in entertainment. It's actually in the legal field and property management.
0: So how did you come to have this job? Then what happened that got you on board?
1: Well, the stars aligned. I had a friend who worked at uh, the University university and she knew i was looking to make a change and i was always passionate about the arts and about theater in particular and she said you know what this is just out of left field from anything you've done but i think you'll love it and what do you know she was right
0: so your job when you say community engagement what all does that entail
1: that means I get to go into the community and tell people about the Cowan Center and get to tell them what incredible performances are coming to East Texas.
0: Uh, the director is Susan Tome Morphew and then Terry Holland, who knew, we know well. I mean, talk about the staff, talk about Susan, Terry and the staff at UT Towers Cowan Center.
1: So we have a small team that is just made up of incredible individuals. Susan Tome Morphew, as you said, she is our executive director and she just has world-class leadership. Uh, her vision for the Cowan Center and what she is able to bring to East Texas I think is unparalleled that you know we are a small community uh, in the grand scheme of things and that she brings these headline names right here to East Texas and then Terry Holland is our assistant director she's also our box office manager so many of our customers they get to interact with Terry and uh, she brings that wonderful Cowan Center experience and service. Our patron services coordinator is Casey Boggs, and she works with our volunteers, those uh, very famous red coats that folks see when they come to shows at the Cowan Center. And then in our business office, we have our administrative associate, Melanie Mogul, and randy holland no relation to terry is our business manager and then the man behind the scenes is our technical director mike stevens
0: now this facility again it's a performing arts center on the ut tyler campus just off uh, old omen road mm-hmm. easy to find on the ut tyler campus uh it is a beautiful theater it has hosted many many events for 27 years a uh, CD capacity is about what right now Liz? Uh, it's 2012 okay uh, and you sell out a lot of those shows don't we you? do yes let's talk about volunteering before we get into the season you mentioned the red coats people out there who might want to be involved I mean it takes not just your staff but it takes a whole lot of people to get this thing done how would one volunteer and what do the red coats do
1: the red coats are essential to what we do at the Cowan Center We could not pull off what we do on nights of show without these dedicated people who give of their time season after season. Uh, We have some volunteers who have been with us for over 20 years. And we're actively recruiting new ones all of the time on nights of show, you know, I mentioned we're a small staff of seven, but uh, when we bring in shows and open the building to the audience, there are hundreds of people making it happen. And we use anywhere from 20 to sometimes 40 odd of the volunteer ushers, our red coats. And they do everything from greeting people at the doors to help read tickets, help people find their seats, provide information about the event, as well as upcoming events events at the Cowan Center, they really do just help make sure, aside from what's being on the stage, that people have a memorable and enjoyable evening.
0: How do they get involved?
1: They can contact the box office and ask for Casey Boggs, our patron services coordinator. They can also email us at cowan, C-O-W-A-N at uttyler.edu and Casey will get that volunteering process started.
0: Alright, let's talk about the season because it's coming up here. Uh, I'm looking here at the, let's start at the top, the big series. Uh, you've got Ann, Will Wilson of Heart coming in in late September. That is a pretty remarkable show. Legendary singer of that legendary rock group. And that's a great way to kind of kick things off, is it not?
1: She is. Having that big voice is a big start to the season. It's just going to set us on a high note. And she is incredible. She's coming in with her band, Trip Sitter. They will be performing some of the hits from Heart as well. Uh, But yeah, she's going to show off what got her into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
0: What about the rest of the big series? Let's highlight some of the other stuff that's going on in that series. Because, again, there are several different kinds of shows, ranging from adults to kids and all all things in between. What's going to be a part of the big series this year?
1: So, the big series this year is all concerts. And as you said, it's going to have a little bit of something for everyone. Uh, We're going to have that rock and roll uh, hit from Anne. And then we're going to follow that up with Craig Morgan the country singer he is here on his god family country tour and uh, Craig Morgan is an Army veteran, and he brings a lot of his patriotism and love of country and love of family to country music. And then in the spring, we're going to have Kenny Wayne Shepherd and his band. He's also bringing an opening act from Kilgore. Her name is Allie Venable, and she'll be here with her band as well. And Kenny Wayne Shepherd, his. His sound is hard to nail down. It's blues, it's rock, it's jazz, it's guitar heavy, but it's a great time. i to have you up on your feet and enjoying your night.
0: All right, the next series we'll talk about, and this begins in early October with the Barricade Boys. What's the Performing Arts Series?
1: The Performing Arts Series is actually the Cowan Center Signature Series, if you will. It's always our mixed bag. We bring a little bit of something every uh, for everyone in that the Barricade Boys, that starts it off, these are a group of fellas who are from London's West End, and they all performed in Les Miserables, hence the barricade of the Barricade Boys. And they'll be doing everything from the great Broadway hits to to uh, pop music from the 60s, 70s, and on from there. So they have a very eclectic sound. And uh, then the rest of the shows are going to be in the spring. We have a new performance by Jazz at Lincoln Center Presents. It's called Sing and Swing. And that is going to highlight some of the great duos from jazz music uh, from, you know, Dizzy Gillespie and uh, Judy Garland, Ella Fitzgerald, the big voices coupled with the big jazz sound. So it's going to be vocals, it's going to be music, and it's going to be everybody's favorites. Uh, we'll follow that up with what is a family favorite. illuminate and this is one you have to see to understand what it is we've had them here at the cowan center before they did sell out uh they were on america's got talent and they're a type of show that it's performed all in the dark with light suits. Uh, it's incredible music. It's incredible dance. Oh, yeah,
0: I saw it that does. on the uh, at the preview party. That's yeah. cool, right? Okay, go ahead talk about yeah, that. Yeah,
1: they really. I mean, cool is just the best word to describe it because yeah. you never, you can't see what they're doing until you see them doing it. So it's a lot of fun. It's a great show for kids.
0: And so that perform are there, are there others in the Performing Arts Series does that wrap up Performing Arts uh,
1: Series? Perform, performing Arts Series has uh, one more performance. It's called voctive and they are an acapella group who will be performing, um, again, some Broadway shows, but they're also really heavy into the Disney songbook. Oh, really? So, yes, yes, that is a great opportunity. If you have kids who love music, come along, you know, the whole family can sing along to it. All
0: right, so, uh, and then the you, you mentioned the big series earlier, and you talked about Craig Morgan. Now let's move into something called the Arts in Education Series. The first event is Pete's Big Hollywood Adventure. That's coming up, what, November 9th. Am I right about that?
1: That is. So the Arts in Education Series is one that's near and dear to all of our hearts at the Cowan Center. Those are our daytime shows for elementary school kids. And it's really the first opportunity that a lot of kids have to interact with the live performing arts and so we make sure that everything we bring has an education value to it there's going to be a lesson to the story uh pete the cat obviously based on that very famous and very popular kids series and uh we'll follow it up in the spring with the perennial favorite, Charlotte's Web.
0: Oh yeah! So just those two, those two shows. Those right. are the
1: two shows. Uh, we have two performances of each. They are at ten and twelve thirty, and. The schools can start placing their orders on September 11th. We do encourage the teachers to get in early because our arts and education shows sell out.
0: I mean, so how many schools, how many kids, you think you'll show those? Show those to?
1: We have schools come from as far away as uh, Canton and Athens to some of our local schools uh, wow. here in the Tyler area. We all say we're never more tired than after <laughs> the school shows, but they are also the most fun because from the minute. It, the kids walk into the Cowan Center lobby and they see the big artwork hanging from the ceilings and on the walls. You know, you see their eyes light up and their imaginations just fire off. Yeah. And then they get to come in and watch these huge performances on our 40 foot stage and tell these stories and make them laugh and make them think.
0: Liz Hudson of the Cowan Center, the Community Engagement Director, uh, Coordinator of the uh, UT Tyler Cowan Center, is with us on In Focus. And uh, I'm Bill Coates, hosting today, and we're talking Talking about the the twenty seventh season of the Cowan Center, and we still got a heck of a lot of ground to cover. But we're delighted that you're with us this morning. The Broadway series uh, is, uh, I guess, as long as I've known anything about the Cowan Center, uh, has there not been a Broadway series? Haven't we called something like that every year? I think pretty much have we not?
1: Yes, we have that Broadway series every season, and that is what we hear the most from people of
0: what they're looking forward to. Yeah. They
1: love what we bring, but Broadway well, is big. Really, Just a
0: big show, right? Yeah. Okay, then so the Broadway series is here. I think the first performance I'm showing here is what, November 14th, at Jesus Christ Superstar, a legendary, legendary show.
1: Yes, that Andrew Lloyd Webber show with uh, music by Tim Rice. And it is, this is a brand new performance of it. Uh, you know, a lot of people are familiar with the version from the 70s with the bell bottoms, and hate to say it, they're not going to see <laughs> that this one. This is more of a minimalist performance. Uh, they have completely redone the lighting and the choreography, stripped it down and focused on just those intense, heartfelt um, performances and the amazing music.
0: All right. What else in the Broadway series? Uh,
1: we're also going to have a performance in January called On Your Feet. It's the story of Gloria and Emilia Estefan. Yes. And it is how Emilio's vision of Gloria's talent and how it could be really realized and shared with people throughout the world. And it does touch on, you know, some of the heartbreak that comes with stardom and, you know, trying to achieve your dreams. But it is uplifting. It's so fun. Uh, it will have you on your feet enjoying it. What, you know,
0: what about some of the other Broadway shows this year? Well,
1: we will wrap up in June It's our last performance with a show called Come From Away, and this is a performance that people have been asking us to bring to the Cowan Center for a number of years. It's what we believe is a very important story to be told. Um, It is about an event that took place on September 11th following the news breaking of uh, the terrorist attacks, and All of these planes that were still in the sky after the attacks, they had to go somewhere, right? Right. And the airports were being shut down. And the only available place was what they call The Rock and it was off the coast of Nova Scotia. They actually had a long enough runway to put down these jumbo jets. And so you had people who that morning had taken off from airports all around the world who didn't know what had happened because they were not told at first why they were not being allowed to land at their destination. Thought
0: they were going to Chicago, they wound up in Nova Scotia, right? Yes,
1: and this tiny little village (laughs) with just a few hundred people and they opened their homes to complete strangers for several days for several days. And, you know, there there were all these feelings of fear and confusion and anger and blame and all of that going around. And it is the story of human compassion triumphing over that and bringing people together.
0: That's the one that I'm kind of looking, I want to go see that show. I mean, I've heard so much about that show. So people need to know about that. Just kind of, you know, just kind of throw in a plug. If they're going to pick one, that would be one to pick, would it not?
1: That, that's what we're telling people is, you know, it's a day none of us are ever going to forget. Oh, yeah. And... A lot of that is because of the heartbreak and tragedy that came with it. But it's important for people to see that goodness really came out of all of that. That's
0: an amazing story. You Think about those people woke up that morning just going somewhere. Think about the people there in Nova Scotia just minding their own business on the rock that morning. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, they've got how many, I don't know how many planes wound up there, but a bunch of people just showed up basically mm-hmm. right
1: thousands of strangers on their doorstep right in between you know trying to get the kids on the school bus and out for the day right. and then you know people speaking foreign languages coming from foreign nations right there in their own backyard
0: the uh, kids and night series uh, starts in november with a charlie brown christmas that's perfect timing on that so let's talk about the kids in the night series
1: that is our series for young families and And it's a lot of fun because we lower uh, the age of admission for that one to four because they're still professional productions, just like everything else we bring. But they're aimed at a little bit younger audience, although I will tell you, with the Charlie Brown Christmas, uh, I have had just as many grownups as kids talking about wanting to come see that. You know, there's definitely the nostalgia factor. And as you said, it's a great way to kick off the holiday season,
0: what else on that series? Uh,
1: we will also be bringing Dogman the musical in May. That one, uh, Like Pete the Cat, is based on a popular children's series. And uh, it's going to be a 90-minute musical that we've already, the grandkids and nieces and nephews belonging to the Cowan Center are already, I need to come see Dogman. Mm-hmm. You're bringing Dogman. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, cool. Any others in that series that we, need, we need to highlight?
1: Uh, those are the two with Kids at Night. Uh, I will talk about, though, the special event to our Performing Arts series Please. is the Terry Bradshaw lecture mm-hmm. in March we are going to have his huge personality on the Cowan Center stage and we cannot wait
0: yeah he's from just down the road near Shreveports but and he you know he's lived in Texas a lot I think he lives in Oklahoma now but he's a legendary football player and of course you see him every Sunday during the football season on Fox so you've got that and he's funny uh, and that's coming in March what else now is that's kind of part of the, also that distinguished lecture series, which is pretty pretty legendary at the Cowan Center too, is it not?
1: Yes. So Terry is going to be a, a one off special event, mm-hmm. but it does fall under that distinguished lecture brand, and that actually predates the Cowan Center. It is the university's uh, signature series. It's been around for I want to say forty some odd years, right. and we have just been able to bring some incredible speakers with that series.
0: Any others? What about the rest of the distinguished lecture series this year? What else is involved on that? That's pretty much going to be the FRA that we have right now, right? Yes.
1: That's what we have for that. And it varies. That series in particular varies from year to year. Uh, whether we do a full series or typically, if we have a very big, uh, prominent speaker, we'll only do it do right. one event as a special. Uh,
0: and there's other events at the Cowan Center. Just kind of, I know the Rose Festival coronation is generally there every year, cut kind of two or three shows. Right? I mean, uh, there there are other things. It's not just about that, but just kind of highlight briefly some of the other events that that go on out at the Cowan Center.
1: Oh, there is so much else happening. Like as you said, the Rose Festival, they hold the queen. coronation Mm. there on uh, the Friday of Rose Festival week. There's a matinee and an evening performance and that is an opportunity it also sells out every year and we have people come not just from all over Texas but from all over the country to see the pageantry and presentation of the Rose Queen and her court. We also have the East Texas Symphony Orchestra there for their five concert series and they will get started in September uh, with a co-presentation of Asleep at the Wheel, the Texas Swing Band. So that'll be a lot of fun, a lot of something different. You yeah, have absolutely. classical orchestral music and Texas Swing.
0: Liz Hudson of the Cowan Center, the Community Engagement Coordinator of the UT Tyler Cowan Center in his 27th year, uh, is joining us here for InFocus. CowanCenter.org, by the way, is the uh, website, and you can see the full schedule. Heck, you can even order tickets on on the internet as well. Now, uh, let's get into some other stuff. Let's talk, uh, first of all, about booking. Uh, i Talk to Susan about this. She works on this a year, two years in advance. I mean, she's probably already working on the 2025 season now. I mean, it kind of give you an idea. So talk a little bit about the process of putting these shows together. Who does that and how do they do it?
1: So as you said, uh, Susan Tommy Morphew, our executive director, is the one who does all of the booking for the Cowan Center. And it really is just the biggest game of Tetris. It relies so much on logistics and availability, and it has a million different moving parts. Now, a very important part of the booking process for us is our audience feedback. We usually send out one big survey uh, before the start of every season or kind of as we get started, and then sometimes we'll send out smaller ones pertaining to the particular series, and it's really important to us to hear back from our audience because we want to make sure that what we are bringing to the Cowan Center is what people want to see. And sometimes it takes a long time for us to be able to do that. Uh, We presented Jersey Boys in, I think, October of 2018. And Susan had worked to get them here for 10 years. For 10 years, they'd been at the top of the Broadway survey (laughs) and she made it happen. But uh, it's such an intricate process because it depends on what shows are touring, And uh, when they are going to be in our area, you know, they're having to route these tours, if not across the nation, some of them are across the world. Because everything we bring at the Cowan Center is a professional production. When you come see a Broadway show at the Cowan Center, it was cast in New York. This is the national tour, like what you would see in Chicago, in San Francisco, in Dallas. Right here in Tyler. And
0: sometimes you piggyback off maybe an event, maybe they're either coming from or going to Dallas or Houston, right? Is it that way kind of too?
1: Yes, exactly. We got really lucky a few years ago when we had the Doobie Brothers because they were on their way from a gig in Dallas to a gig in (laughs) Oklahoma, and they were willing to make a right-hand turn and come Come hey, to the Cowan Center. Heck
0: yeah. They're in it for, to make a little money. So you might as well, <laughs> right? You know, extra gig, right?
1: Yeah. People will open the doors.
0: All right. So let's talk logistics now. I mean, these are, you're talking some big, big productions here. I mean, what are we looking at uh, sometimes in terms of production? How do they put these shows together? How many people do they bring? I mean, can you talk a little bit about that?
1: We, the way we rate the size of a show, we call them by trucks because these are the big 18 wheeler tractor trailers. Right. and that's talking about uh, the set, the equipment, the things that come in. And then from there, we talk about the number of crew. So most of what we bring is what we would call a three-truck or a four-truck production. A huge one for us is five-truck. Do have and
0: any five-truck shows this year? <sighs> I'm that just is wondering. a good
1: question for our technical director, well, Mike.
0: But you've got some big shows. You darn sure got some three and four trucks. Oh, absolutely. Today, so
1: absolutely. Start. And we will bring in huge amounts of equipment, uh, lighting and sets, and we'll bring anywhere from 60 to 70 crew members yeah. in, not just the ones who uh, travel with the show, but from outside of that. They come from Louisiana and from, a lot of them are in Fort Worth and they'll drive to Tyler and work on these shows
0: so let's say it was a Saturday night show what do they get there start setting up on a Thursday I mean does it take a couple of days to set it up or can they set it up and strike it all in one day typically
1: we will start working in-house probably the day before that uh, about reasonable start time on Friday, about 8 o'clock Friday morning. Now, if it's very intricate, it might have even gotten started the day before hanging the lights. And the crew will come in first. Call is usually around 6 o'clock in the morning, the day of the show. And then uh, the show itself, they probably would have arrived the day before. Now sometimes, if the logistics are tight, they are coming into town the day of their performance. That happened to us last season with Tootsie. They were due to arrive from San Antonio the day of the performance and they got a flat tire on their bus. Okay, there you go. So we were, that one was running really close to the line. Uh, but everything will be set up that day. We typically get started at 7.30, curtain comes up for night of show, (laughs) and then our crew is there until sometimes two o'clock the next morning, striking everything.
0: Absolutely, it's pretty crazy. Um, And and, by the way, those crew members are probably staying in local hotels, eating in local restaurants in many cases too, There's an economic impact to this, right?
1: (laughs) Yes, there's a huge economic impact to these shows because like you said, the crew members, those 60 or 70 people who were coming in from other cities. And then our audience, we draw from people all over Texas and our surrounding states. And they come here and they're staying in Tyler. They're eating in Tyler. They're going and visiting other attractions. And it's really just getting us on the map.
0: Uh, Let's talk about the uh, Join the Circle. You can uh, be a part of the Cowan Center for season tickets, for any number of things. But when it says Join the Circle, they'll see that when they go to the website. What does that even mean?
1: The Cowan Center Circle is a donation-based membership. And it really is the best way for people to get involved and support the Cowan Center. And one of the benefits to it is that it allows folks to buy tickets after we do season subscriptions and before anything goes on sale to the public. So what I'm talking about with the subscriptions, that's where you can buy tickets to the full Broadway series or the performing arts series. You can uh, do all of them or just one. And the great benefit there is People have the right to renew their same seats from season to season. But if, say, you don't wanna see everything in the performing arts series, you just wanna see one or two of those shows, and then maybe the Terry Bradshaw lecture Mm. and one of the Broadway shows, you can join the Cowan Center Circle and based on the level at which you join you can purchase a certain number of tickets per event and that's before anything goes on sale it's an opportunity to get first grabs at those great seats we always have wonderful seating still available and then members above a certain level, we hold a party and private performance for them every year. This year, it is our Nashville Singer-Songwriter Showcase. And we're doing something a little bit like the Bluebird Cafe, if you've heard of that, in mm-hmm. Nashville.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, We're bringing another East Texas native, uh, Lacey Carpenter Blue, is going to be part of that. But it's four different singers and songwriters with their back line who will be performing for our circle members.
0: How do people buy tickets now?
1: Uh, Right now, we are still doing subscriptions for those various series. Circle Week will get kicked off the 14th. And then after that, each one of the performances goes on sale about a month before the actual show date.
0: Okay, but you can buy season tickets now, right?
1: You can always buy season tickets until the first show in that respective series.
0: And you can do that online, too, can you not?
1: You can. You can visit CowanCenter.org or you can call our box office and any of our staff are happy to help you with that.
0: All right, I'll kind of wrap it up with this. Liz Hudson of the UT Tyler Cowan Center has been gracious enough to come by today to kind of talk about the 27th season of the Cowan Center at UT Tyler, which has had an enormous impact, profound impact on East Texas. Uh, You've been doing this for six and a half years. What's your most memorable show you've covered?
1: Oh, you had to put me (laughs) on the spot for that. Well, I'm going to cheat and I'm going to say there are two. A favorite and a most memorable. My favorite was actually my very first show working in the Cowan Center. It was the co-presentation between the symphony and the Cowan Center of Yo-Yo Ma. Okay. And he has always been one of my very favorite artists. And my first day on the job when they told me that... Was he the
0: violinist, maybe? The cellist. Cellist, yes. yes. Okay.
1: Yes. And getting to sit there in an almost empty auditorium and watching him rehearse. Got your own private show, right? I did. And just to see how gracious and talented he was. It was incredible. And then a really memorable performance for me was when we had Martina McBride for her Christmas uh, concert a few years ago. And she reached out to us beforehand and asked if we could find... Veterans or active service members for all the branches of the military, because she invited them up on the stage with her uh, to sing "I'll Be Home for Christmas," wow. and thanked them and all of our other service members in the in the audience. It was it was a really incredible moment.
0: The season, the UT Tyler Cowan Center's twenty seventh season is uh, upon us. Liz Hudson of the the community engagement coordinator of the UT Tyler Cowan Center has been uh, been great to. Come Come by today and join us on In Focus again. CowanCenter.org is the website. And uh, by golly, if you've not been out there, you are missing an East Texas treasure, the UT Tyler Cowan Center. Thank you very much for us for coming by this morning. Thank
1: you, Bill. It's my Ooh.
0: pleasure. In Focus is a weekly public affairs program featuring members of the local community working to make East Texas a better place. In Focus is produced by KTBB and the team sports radio. And we thank you for listening. Join us again next week.